0: Show. We are live on this Wednesday. And I am tired from going to so many games. Boo-hoo, right? I bet you feel so bad for me for having to go to so many amazing games that I'm about to tell you about. (sighs) You know when you like look forward to something, but it's also like you're so nervous because you want it to go exactly right and... That's exactly how it always is for me because here at Hawaii Sports Fans, we put on the ultimate sports fan tours and we've been doing so since 2012. And um, for all those who are now introduced to the Hawaii Sports Fans brand, perhaps through, you know, media coverage or through um, this podcast or this live stream, um, you can take this this experience right here and, and talking to me and listening to my voice and all my crazy stories and also add in all the places I love to eat and all the places I love to go and put it into one great tour and we've been doing it this is our 10th year doing it and this last week was like wow this I love LA tour which I've been hyping for the whole summer really lived up to the hype I want to be honest it was even better than the hype that I had given it and it was honestly because Excuse me. I wasn't able to experience some of these things before and that is a point of me doing so many of these tours. It's for me as well the individual sports fan to have that same experience as you and to make it easier so you can do it without having to go through all the hoops and all the red tape that I have to trudge through and all the bookkeeping I have to do to be able to pull these things off but I just want to shout out all the people that really made this last tour amazing and that uh if you're watching the live stream you see some of them on there first of all ray and shirley um who this is their third tour with hawaii sports fans 87 years young they just celebrated their 66th wedding anniversary and they were on the kiss camp and i'm going to show you that later on but we also got uh craig and warren uh from hilo and this is their fourth tour fourth or fifth with Hawaii sports fans—they've even been to Super Bowl. Went to Super Bowl Fifty Two in Minnesota with me, to Wisconsin, and uh, that's them at Dodger Stadium on LAFC night. Uh, what a magical night that was! Uh, it was great to have my grandfather there, um, my eighty-one-year-old great aunt, who's a giant Dodgers fan. She was there, and we got home run balls. I'm going to talk about this, but one in particular—home run ball—was um, a live ball that was hit by the rockies and not the dodgers so if you know the major league tradition when the other team hits a ball out of the park and if you're on the home team if you're a fan of the home team you know what you're supposed to do with that ball right well i'm going to tell you what they tried to make my 81 year old great aunt from milani do uh at the game and it was just hilarious um of course hawaii versus ucla at the rose bowl I have to tell you that was not the high point of this tour and this is this is really the basis of a lot of Hawaii sports fans tours is this team Hawaii football and it pains me that it can't be the better experience but uh, it was painful to watch on Saturday I'm not gonna hold anything back right now that was a difficult experience especially in um, the scorching heat but at the same time we were in the Rose Bowl as travelers we were experiencing Uh, being there in Pasadena, being in that parking lot, meeting so many people, extending our uh, relationships with our um, people that maybe we only know online, but bringing them offline. And so it was a great reunion for a lot of people who had, um, you know, have been making friends on the road and supporting Hawaii football, but maybe never had the chance to meet people yet. Um, So it was a cool opportunity, I think, for people to – you know, get to know uh, one another. I'm trying to... I'm I'm pulling out all the silver linings here. I know if you're a Hawaii football fan, it was not easy uh, to witness what we saw, um, you know. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm kind of used to it as a Hawaii football fan. I hate to say it, um, but it was still a great fear of mine that uh, that would happen, and it did. Um, And by that, I mean... Um, seeing my team get uh, their booties kind of beaten and I'm just gonna put it there but I'm not gonna put a damper on the rest of the trip because that was only one facet of it uh, we also in addition to our Dodgers home run seats we did a suite at Angel Stadium and we had a few more people join us and you see if you're watching the live stream I have a photo up there we were in suite 38 it was so fun it was so amazing and Shohei hit a home run and we had super good food and drinks and all kind and just super fun um, company there are like leather seats in there that we sat on there was like a monitor to watch the game or watch other games and like I said we had food we had cookies we had pizza um, it was so good you know i just i just do the things right here at hawaii sports fans what can i say if you missed out on your chance shirley and ray came 87 years young you know going to four games in four days with me in addition to the minor league game in which they were on the kiss cam for, and that's uh you see a picture of me also getting um that that i was like preparing to take a selfie with um the mascot from the lake elsinore storm the team that we saw or one of the mascots they had several and he like or she uh came up to me and like hugged me really hard so that's literally in that moment that i was getting hugged so uh it was just fun it was just a lot of great memories and i'm just thankful for you know because that is how this company is is supported is through these tours and um being able to provide that service and it's a great service. I'm not going to even play. Like I go on the best trips, I do it all the time and to be able to take other people with me is amazing. To see their faces, to see how happy they are, to hear people like Craig tell me, like Wayne you outdid yourself again. These are the kind of sports experiences that I want to bring. <clears throat> and you know, Hawaii sports fans is just one way, right? You can go and you do it by yourself or you can find other people and you can plan them. So. This uh, show in particular, I want to talk about just for me, Wayne Cueto experiencing an amazing sports week. But a lot of the things that I had to do were because I had this group with me and I was able to get into these Dodgers home run seats into box D and to the suite 38. And that requires, you know, unless you're a rich person, you can just scoop up, you know, buy whatever seats or a whole suite or something. And maybe you are and maybe you don't need Hawaii sports fans. Maybe you're just going to come along for the company. Um, But when you are a serious sports fan and you want to try every part of a stadium and for me i'm always part, trying new parts of stadiums too how many times in my life i've been to angel stadium and dodger stadium countless times and that's and i haven't even and, and this is from growing up in hawaii i mean just being in la um in my adulthood i mean i'm always at that park so I'm always seeing those parks and 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 seeing it from a different angle or you know sometimes being curious and wondering what else um you know these places have to offer and places and these premium seats that's really what I want to get more of and I think as a sports fan if you are a serious sports fan I think that's what you want to do too you just want to you don't want to just sit in the nosebleeds like I sit. I don't sit in nosebleeds ever. And I'm sorry. Like I'm definitely past that in my life. But if I had to, of course I would. If I had to, if like I was meant to, like if I had, if that was the only way to get into a, a stadium. But you know, I'm I'm about that experience. I'm about making memories, and everything that we did uh, was memorable. Um, the Hawaii football game uh, was memorable for many reasons. But uh, when you go on a trip, you don't want to have. The outcome of a game dictate, you know, your trip and the mood that you have. And if I allowed just the Hawaii versus UCLA, the sour taste of that game to linger with me, and I let it linger for long enough, quite honestly, that's how bad that game was as a fan, as Wayne to the fan, having to endure that game, which was a bad game. I'm not going to even pull anything back. It's a really bad game. And um, as a fan who travels, I I who travels all the time, basically weekly are going to games I know that my personal mood can easily get caught up in the outcome of a game especially Hawaii football and and that's hard when you're a Hawaii football fan that's why I think it's hardest to be a Hawaii football fan one of the hardest division one football teams to support and we're the best fans and I go to all the games with a lot of other people traveling all over the creation to watch this team more than any other team in Division one more 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 miles than anybody else flies if you're a fan listening to this I'm great that you're a fan of another team and you're fan you're in the power five whatever but Hawaii football fans we travel the furthest we travel the most we have to do the most we have to endure the most period and I've been doing it my whole life and I don't get enough credit for it quite honestly and I'm thankful to the people that I do and other fans that do but we don't ask fans collect get collectively Um, Get credit enough for what we have to endure watching this team and UCLA was an example Because that was a just a terrible game to have to watch your team play. It was in the Sun it was uh, not competitive at all and um, That's a hard game to endure when you're a fan and traveling and had to go through parking and and paying for a ticket and all of um, You know everything that goes into the planning or you can let someone like me do it for hawaii sports fans and just come along with me and you're gonna have a great time like the people i just mentioned did uh we started off last week thursday shout out to embassy suites in el segundo uh they did it right um welcoming us we had a private dinner that morning at the restaurant the bistro and bar 1440 shout out to them uh, people were having a good time because, you know, we always provide the drinks, the food, everything, especially on a kickoff party. And everybody was super excited. And it was so nice to see people that I hadn't seen through the pandemic. This is our first tour that we did um, since the pandemic. And um, we actually, the pandemic started or, or basically everything, the shutdown started during a tour. My last tour, our last tour at Hawaii Sports Fans, which was the Big West Tournament tour, um, which we never got to see any games on and shout out to Robert and Laurie who were on that tour as well and shout out to them uh because this is I think their Robert's seventh tour with Hawaii sports fans and Laurie's sixth so you know I'm I'm even even more grateful to people who come back and understand that this is they're not going to get what they can what they're getting here with anybody else at Hawaii sports fans and I'm extremely proud of it and um, the reason that I, I sound even more boastful about it now is because there's so much stress that goes into planning these things and I told you, even by yourself, there's a lot of stress, so let someone else do it. So of course, I'm like, okay, hey, I'll take on the stress, of course you gotta pay for it, but you're gonna have an amazing time. And all of them did, I guarantee you, call any six of them up, they'll give you the five million stars for Hawaii sports fans because I take customer experience, that fan experience, that's my number one priority. And it comes to from where we go, starting our first night, our kickoff dinner, what we're eating, good food. If I gotta go to you know something quick, it's gonna be something you can't get in Hawaii. And they did and it wasn't quick because you guys know, know in and out is not quick, but we even went to in and out. We got Dulan soul food, so Friday. After our Thursday kickoff dinner Friday, we started off, we went to Inglewood. We drove around SoFi. We couldn't get in because there's a concert tonight and they canceled uh, a bunch of tours for this week. They're discontinued tours of SoFi. So that was unfortunate, but we drove around Inglewood and then we went to Dulan Soul Food, which if you know, that's like the best soul food place in los angeles and we were amongst the first people to uh, be in that manchester location which i believe is the flagship location and um, it was awesome we had fried chicken we had collard greens we had uh, peach cobbler candied yams um, okra and just all kind um, deliciousness that you can't find on the island or anywhere else you know, really anywhere else. I mean, LA is, that's what it is. I mean, for me more than anything, it's just like such a food Mecca and you can find anything, just pick what you want. But we wanted to get a soul food. We wanted to be very Inglewood. I, I want to make, and I, I do this all the time. like my food decisions on my own personal, you know, for myself, even when I eat daily. I mean, that, the, it's a thing for me. It's an event. And for a lot of you as well. Not always. I'm not always like trying to make a good meal, but I don't want to sacrifice taste like if I'm going to sacrifice taste or whatever I'm just going to like drink a protein shake I don't know like if, I, if if the experience means nothing at all to me then whatever I'll just take the sustenance but when we're on tours right everything is special every moment maybe not breakfast completely even though MSC Sweets does have a great uh, made to breakfast and they apparently did a good job um, I mean it was fine uh, I, thought, I thought it was great um, but obviously with COVID a lot has changed so that's something to get used to when you're traveling in a COVID world as well uh, but for lunch, going to Dulan's, like being there in line, standing in Inglewood on the side of the road. I mean, that's just like such an L.A. experience doing it. It goes back to what I talked about, like going to the Bronx and going to the Yankee games. How much I that experience of just being in the surrounding area and understanding the culture in the surrounding community is just as important. Like if you're just going to a game somewhere and you don't get to know the people there, you don't get to know the city, you don't get to know the vibe of the place. You're really you're, you're missing out on so much of the experience because the stadium alone is not going to give you much of an experience, you know especially college campuses, they're not very reflective of a town. I really couldn't tell you too much about Poughkeepsie, New York, even though I lived there for four years, even though I was a student on a campus there where I went to college and graduated. I, because being on a campus is different from actually living in a community. And I fully do not represent the people of Poughkeepsie, New York, in any way. Um, and that's mostly because I you know, didn't really leave campus are and, and, and the campus and, and the schools are different and that's why when you go to a place if you go to a college campus whether you go to a pro team or whatever you know you have to get to know the, the places around it the area around it because that is that's truly where the culture is embedded of the, of the people in the community and um, adds to the experience adds to why you're going places and and and, and to um, the traveler in you uh, that cultural augmentation of of knowledge of just being more open to new things like you know we don't eat soul food every day you're not in line in inglewood every day and that's something that maybe you should do more often especially if you come to los angeles because people are going to be like "Hey, i just go in venice or whatever you know not me when if you're coming to la i'm going to show you other parts of la the real la and um or the, the realest la i can show you on a tour uh and i think that was a part a lot of it um but that was awesome going to Dulans and then that night it was the dodgers home run seats which were incredible i mean from the moment we got in uh we were there from the moment the gate went up at dodger stadium to get into the parking and we were able to get in right away to get some batting practice in and during batting practice we had at least three or four or five balls in our in our section of people that were there that caught balls that went home with actual Major League Baseballs, so And that was so cool. Uh, one of them was my grandfather as well. My dad got a ball for him. So that was cool. So I got to sit by my grandpa. I got to be with my closest friends, myself. Which is really cool. And that added to the experience. But if you watch any game at Dodger Stadium and you look in left center and you see those people right at the fence line. That was us. And there was a little some TV clips where you could see because the Rockies did hold a home run over into the box next to us. Even though... So the line, there were lines. Like you there weren't... <clears throat> physical separations of the boxes but you had to have for us i was we hawaii sports fans were one box and there was a box next to us um but the ball hit someone hit like the front bar which i'm glad it was in the box next to us because i had a lot of kupuna in my box who were excited to be in the home run section but also a little bit uh, anxious of of you know home run balls being hit at them so uh maybe it was good so there was a bounce so i hit the the box next to us right on the fence line It bounced into somebody's nachos i fell on the ground and my dad picked it up and he gave it to my great aunt who was actually with us as well like i said my 81 year old so these 87 year olds weren't even the only octogenarians i had Uh, my grandfather who's 89 he was there for dodgers angels and the ucla game um yes my even my 89 year old grandfather had to endure that uh ucla game in the sun um and he doesn't go to too many games so that upsets me that that his experience was that because i'm gonna be like grandpa okay next game we i'm gonna make sure hopefully we win but also it's not super hot uh but dodgers game was so fun you know and being with so many friends getting food we had a a person come up and take our order so we had a menu when we got there first they had snacks they had like a big fridge you can open it, it had bottled waters had soda had like just different kinds of stuff to drink and then you can just grab like when you wanted to drink something you just grab it out on your own and then go back to your seat and then you could grab like there was a display case with like all these healthy snacks like rice cake and like <clears throat> also like popcorn and, and pretzels and and um not pretzels but popcorn and peanuts but there were a lot of there was a great selection and that was just the snacks and then when it came to the food there were like all these different kinds of sausages. There was Dodger dogs, but then there was also like this michelada dog. And they had micheladas as well, but they had like this is pretty good food. I, and that was good. And they even had a dessert. So that was all included with our, our um, home run seats as well. So that was really fun. So that was uh, Friday. And then Saturday uh, was the game, uh, the aforementioned UH-UCLA game, which I will be talking about more on Rainbow Wrap-Up podcast tomorrow, hopefully with Sean and Shane back again. Um, if you've been listening, we predicted the Hawaii football games all of them for the whole season starting with UCLA Shane and I picked the boats to win clearly that's probably adding to some of my um, some of the reason I'm a little bit upset right now uh, because I, I really believe the team had a had a fighting chance to win and there was no chance from the first quarter of that game really there was, there's was no chance so that's disappointing but um, keep listening to Rainbow Rapo because we're, we're getting some good stuff getting good feedback and that podcast will be ready for your Friday a.m. drive or listen to a late Thursday night. Um, that's not a live show, but it, it goes up usually late Thursday night on through the podcast world. So go and find that. Um, but uh, we had fun seeing a long field goal. So I guess there are some silver linings. but. Anyway, that night we went to a great Thai restaurant in El Segundo, uh, and that's one thing. When you're in L.A., I'm gonna know just about all the great places to eat, especially if I'm bringing to like a town that I know very well, like El Segundo, California. Uh, great little neighborhood, quaint, a part of Los Angeles. You know, a lot of people stayed in Pasadena, which I get, because the game was in Pasadena. But Pasadena is super hot, and not all of L.A. is that hot. Where we were is about 20 degrees cooler, so. My group was cool. They weren't that hot. But that's because I know where to put my group. Because I know how to travel. But, I mean, a lot of you do that. Do know as well how to travel. So you can do it on your own. But here's a pro tip for me. In Los Angeles, if you're closer to the water, it's a lot cooler. The farther you go out, which is like Pasadena, East Los Angeles, it's way hotter. So um, people would know that if they, you know, knew LA like I do. Nah. Actually... When it comes to Los Angeles, and that's the thing, there's so many different experiences you can get. And that's, that's just like going to New York City, right? People are like, every time I go back, I, I learn a different part of it. But you need to know what's efficient for your time as well. If it's summertime, you want to be cool, especially avoid the – I mean, the heat was so bad. Apparently, it was 112 on the field for the team as well. And Calvin Turner, that's why he was cramping up. His girlfriend told me it was 112. I guess he had relayed that back to him um but having my group in a place like el segundo which is wonderful was awesome took them to an amazing thai restaurant which they all loved even people that don't eat thai food often and, and myself you know i i i love all foods actually but um thai rank high but not as high as some others and this is an amazing thai place i love it it's so good and everybody loved it and um that's the kind of fun, great stuff that we get to find when you um know little nooks and crannies of los angeles and um, so shout out to Jedetai and in, in El Segundo um, for that as well, <clears throat> which leads us to Sunday. So we had a chance to kind of cruise in the morning and the group wanted to try In-N-Out. So, of course, we had to do In-N-Out, which was awesome. Everybody loved it. Uh, Ray, the 87-year-old man, ate the double-double that I was supposed to eat, but it's fine. I ate his single cheeseburger and he managed to deal with it just fine, apparently as well. Um, so his stomach wasn't that sore, I guess. But that can happen um how's it Aaron good seeing you at the tailgate as well Aaron Montoya shout out to Aaron it was so hard to watch but we stayed to the end we always support the bows yes it was hard to watch but we all you know for the most of part for the most part the most of us stayed to the end I, I did see a lot of people leave early and I will not name names because <laughs> hey you got to leave early sometimes I guess I stayed for the entire bloodbath um and a lot of other people did and it was really hot I mean it was really hot I mean, on the field, and like I said, it was 112 on the field. It wasn't that hot in the in the sky, but it was probably close. It was close to 100, probably at least. It was 96, I know at least. But it was really hot, and um, it's just hard and for fans to have to to appreciate everything in that. Um, you know, just it's just tough as a fan. And i am tell you, like not everything's gonna be peachy, but if you have a trip, you gotta build in stuff that you know you're still gonna have fun. That's why Hawaii sports fans. I made sure the rest of the trip, even at the game, goes south like it did very quickly at the Rose Bowl. We're going to have a great rest of the trip, and we did. Um, so now uh, Saturday, Sunday, we went out to Lake Elsinore. Shout out Lake Elsinore Storm. We were there to see them play Len and the San Jose Giants. It was another good game, but we sat on these really awesome seats. Uh, at There are two tables of four, and we are right above about midway, through um down in the above the third baseline maybe 15 rows above and it was perched so you had a whole like patio area and we had a server and it was so cool and it was a really fun premium experience as well we had beer and um, like i said we even had a kiss can moment so take a look at this
1: you got a kiss you got a
0: kiss yes yes, yes! As you can tell, I was extremely excited to see them on the KISS cam uh, because it was so cool. And that is that is the epitome of the fan experience, right? It has nothing to do with the game. It has to do with what's going on us out of the game. And that that is more to do with the fan experience than what's on the field. If that's anything you want to take away from a lot of my philosophy around traveling to games is make that experience even more than the game itself. Um, because the game itself can only you can only control so much of especially how you feel especially if your team is loses 44 to 10 and you thought they were gonna win by three points clearly i did not know my team don't know them very well obviously so it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a you know a sad thing to have to Watch your team get pounded, obviously. Uh, but I've been doing it my whole life. I've been watching this team get annihilated a lot. And that's really, I think, a mark of a lot of true fans. And I've been told this by others as well, from other teams, because, you know, we go all over the place. And we, you know, we we're going into this game as 18-point underdogs. And, you know, I still saw that glimmer of hope. And that is that is like, that is like also what it's like to be a fan that's disappointed so often, is that you're always just looking for hope. like. Nah, nah, nah. I think this is the chance. I think this is the time we can. And then you lose 44 to 10. Oh, wait. No, Anyways, we ended on a freaking high note though. Uh first of all, Monday starting off a little bit out toward Orange County, took him down to Huntington Beach, looked at the surf, like the pier, and then we went to Bradard's Vietnamese restaurant. Shout out to Bradard's. Uh just one of the best Vietnamese restaurants in America. And I and I do not hold anything back when I say that. Uh, I mean, first of all, Orange County is a mecca of, of, of Vietnamese um, in, in a lot of ways. I mean, there are a huge one Vietnamese populations in other parts, but Little Saigon is, um, you know, is, is a lot of the mecca, Vietnamese America mecca. And I lived there for two years. I worked within the Vietnamese population. As you, all of you know, I speak Vietnamese. So being able to be back there and be, take my group there was really cool, and especially to one of the best restaurants. It was so good. It was freaking so good. Even Robert liked all the food. And Robert is very picky. (laughs) Mahalo, Robert. He says, great trip. I mean, shout out to Robert. I mean, we had just such a great time. And him and I, you know, we're buds. We've been, like he said, seven trips that he's been on with me. And we've seen some just uh, all of those trips are memorable for so many ways. And this was just another one of those memorable trips. uh, Just going to great games and having so much fun and having kiss cam moments like that or... Um, having my 81-year-old great aunt be told to throw the ball back. That was what I was going to tell you. I have to show that video. I'm going to post this on time on social media. But everybody was like, throw it back, throw it back. And she's like, no, I came from Hawaii. <laughs> she's hilarious. And she's wearing her Dodgers. She is loud and proud Dodgers. I know she was there. She didn't join us for the Angels game because she needed to be there for her boy, Mookie Betts, on his bobble night, bobblehead night at Dodger Stadium. She missed out on the Angels suite experience. But... Uh, I know she had a good time because Mookie Betts hit a home run as well and she got the bobblehead. So I'm sure she had fun there as well. Um, but Robert went back with everyone else Tuesday morning and I kept going. I went to see the Angels again last night and got my Otani pillow. Where are you? Oh, here you are. My Otani pillow. <laughs> And I can use it now to sleep and rest after that crazy week. So from the MLS All-Star Game with my dad last week, Wednesday, I did a show there. Um, you know, that was a great experience. See, having my dad there and having my family and friends and, and blending them together. That's the coolest part. And a lot of you know that, right? When you bring you have events and you have different friend groups or something in your family, you get to see them all come together. That was really even more rewarding for me because I, I, I see how... How happy everybody was to meet each other and just be engaging in something that we all love together which is like going to sporting events and I realized that you know if you're in my sphere in any way and you know you probably also like sports I mean you don't have to I have a lot of friends close friends that don't even like sports but uh you know usually you you will and I'm going to help you have a great experience it's a pretty good thing to be a friend with me I hook it up um but that's that's just as gratifying and rewarding and I'm grateful just for so many people that have come back like i said before like people like robert and who comments on her you see him and it means a lot to see someone you know uh, not just online but offline and and doing the things that you love to do as well so that was really cool and aaron he had his his pop-up and a lot of hawaii fans were there and that was nice i it was i was a reunion for sure at the rose bowl seeing so many people i i, I sat in I tried to spend time with so many people. The, the good thing was, uh, it wasn't very well attended, so there was a lot of seats. But I, I sat by, um, you know, Coach Graham's wife, Auntie Penny Graham. I sat by a few people. I was able to, you know, uh, meet some people that I had only seen online. So if I did meet you, aloha and uh, mahalo for um, supporting and make sure you um, like Hawaii sports fans, so I can remember you. I'm drinking kombucha. You need it for all that, to digest everything that we had over the weekend. Lots of things that were hard on the stomach, but celebratory meals we had basically every day, which is what you do when you go on a trip. Aloha, JR. Um, We have some comments. Join us on Facebook Live. Like I said, this is a podcast. If you're listening on the Hawaii Sports Fans channel, Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Audible, Podbean, who hosts... um, this podcast of the Hawaii Sports Fans Channel, Mahalo. Are you watching our live stream? Check it out Facebook. It also goes on YouTube immediately afterwards. So if you're a YouTuber, you can watch this show. Um, but we got a long season to go for Hawaii football. We got more trips. I'm gonna be posting uh, even more. Uh, like this COVID, the pandemic has definitely, you know, put a little bit of a uh, a damper on on the ability to plan ahead because of you know, in Hawaii, even a lot of people, I, I didn't see a lot of other tour groups or any other tour groups that were there at the Rose Bowl, which is shocking. But I know with the situation going back, um, going on in Hawaii with how high the caseloads are with COVID, a lot of people are not um, traveling and um, even stigmatized maybe some of those people that decide to travel. So I hope that none of the people in this group had to go back home to any stigma. I am I, probably not well, I was gonna go. I would be back in Hawaii right now doing the show, um, but without fans at the game on Saturday um, against Portland State, uh, I probably will sit out this. You know, I, I as you know, last year I did some media work, and I would love to continue doing covering the games. But yeah, that's a different story, as you guys all know. Even though I do a great job of covering the team and Hawaii sports fans, we do a great job of of building. Not just um, you know attention to the teams, but attention to uh, growing a fan base that desperately is losing fans every year. So I think that is even more so the power of Hawaii sports fans is bringing people together, and that's what we're going to need more of to sustain the UH football program longer and, longer and longer and longer and longer and longer. Because no fans for a second year in a row at home is is going to be rough on the team. It's it's just going to be really rough. So. You know, I think it's gonna be um, it's gonna be uh, tough to to decide whether uh, you know when Hawaii feels like it can t- have fans again. I hope we can do it as soon as possible because it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be rough. We're gonna have to um, we're gonna have to um, definitely work hard on. Um, keeping people engaged. And I, I, I think at Hawaii sports fans, and I think at least the initiatives that we're trying to do here, it's helping that. And I, I, some of you that are commenting, I see you at the games. I see you in the tailgates. I see you, you know, um, commenting in other groups. That's how we build the fan base. That's how we keep things going. I've been on message boards since high school. I've been on message boards, uh, Hawaii message boards for over 20 years on the internet. It's when it took forever to load one page. Uh, and that is great and that is one way that we can have fans but that's not what I'm trying to do here I'm trying to do even more than that I'm trying to build people offline not unanonymously and build a, a, a community that can help to sustain a program long term uh, because of the common great affinity that these people share for the team and that's only going to happen you know if we continue to Um, do all the things that we know as a fan base that we can do to help the team which is support go to the games and that makes it harder obviously in a year when we don't have team we don't have um, access to getting into the stands so stand by i guess and uh maybe we'll see you all in oregon state i don't know i think that's um i guess you know another road game that's we're going to be able to see hawaii next we know that uh mayor blangiardi and not going to have any games for four weeks at least and in Honolulu so um that at least knocks out two games so Oregon State maybe if anybody's going to be in Corvallis let me know I know Aaron was thinking about going so if you're going to be there at Corvallis Oregon let me know um let me know if you are uh planning any any road trips in particular um that uh you know you're not sure if anybody's going to go to because a lot of you see me individually uh I, I i'm not right now i don't have any other group tours yet i'm kind of uh, I'm sitting back because we're going to have some nfl games as well i'm going to package we have uh rams obviously SoFi stadium the best seats uh kansas city chiefs my team we're going to have i have access to uh, uh you got the Wayne collection my own personal season tickets right on the Chiefs Tunnel, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill coming out right there. Um, so if you want to experience that, because it's amazing, check us out. Hit us up, Hawaii Sports Fans, hisportsfans.com. Uh, I'm trying to build a community myself. I want other people that really want to be the games, that really want to get hooked up with good stuff and want to have fun and travel, maybe even spontaneously or last minute. That's what it takes sometimes to, to do the ultimate road trip. Sometimes you can't plan it so far ahead sometimes you just got to be ready for when the moment comes and once the moment passes you by that's it the moment is gone so you need to take control right now if you don't want to go out because of the virus right now i totally get it as well even if you're vaccinated which like i said be vaccinated um i know i understand a lot of people don't want to travel so i am very sensitive to that um as well but uh I know as soon as you get out as soon as you're ready let's go and go to a great trip let's go to the Olympics let's go you know summer fun let's go to the World Cup and these are all places that I and would make up the amazing sports trips you know so I, I've gone to places like Australia just for a few days I went to Australian Open when I got to see Venus versus Serena I got to see Federer versus Rafa um, that was an amazing Australian Open 2017 and these ultimate sports weeks, like I still go back in time and still remember them, still can, you know, replay them in my head. And that's the, that's the kind of gift that you want to spend your money on for yourself, that you want to give to yourself. So in any case, check us out on the Hawaii Sportsman's channel. We're going to post uh, this as a podcast. And also tomorrow we'll have the rainbow wrap up again. Um, like I said, we'll have Sean, uh, Iman and Shane Agno. Sean Iman took a little heat for picking the the UCLA Bruins against the Bows but uh, he was the only one, um, so that was right. So we'll have to ask him again what he thinks about uh, his decision because he was taking some heat and he was he was acting like he was thinking about maybe changing, but he st- he stayed true to his pick. I saw him post it again. So um, congrats to him. He's already one and zero with. Um, his picks on the year, and me and Shane are zero one because we had too much faith in the bows. Clearly, nah, I I am yeah, I'm a little upset. Like, what can I say? I don't like to lose, but in any case, guys, that's another show for your Wednesday. Um, stay classy, stay happy, stay curious always, and let's go travel. Aloha.